0: you about to hear will inspire innovate give you insight and take you on the wings of leadership this is why we call it the i3l inspiration innovation insight and leadership get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with kaya del hi welcome to the i3l podcast it's such a lovely time to come to your space once again my name remains kayode oguta it's a beautiful time as we try to navigate the crisis that happens one in over a hundred years this is a crisis of tremendous proportion we're all facing what in my opinion could be the biggest existential challenge not only the generation but in a century now For every exceptional leader, you may have been taught many things, even across profit, non profit governmental organization, social sectors, but you will have to take decisions that will shape your organization for years to come. So it's important that you will learn how to navigate to win. So today in our podcast, we're talking about navigating to win. Every exceptional leader that hasn't done this before, would have to realize that he has to find a way to navigate the very rough terrain in which they are operating in. If you haven't read or if you haven't listened to our podcast, The New Leadership Mandate a while ago, please go and download it. You would have to find that there are tremendous resources for such a time like this. So we call this kind of time a defining moment. Now, whatever you do at this kind of time will define your organization for a long time. Now, what you do would define you. So, if you know that what you do is going to define you, it's imperative that you try to navigate the the processes to ensure that not only do you have a positive feedback or feeling or positive outcome, but you can also survive. Now, many people are just thinking in times of survival, but I expect every exceptional leader to be thinking, not only how do we survive this crisis, because it's a health crisis that will lead to probably an economic crisis, that probably will lead to a political crisis or a culture crisis, and at the end of the day, it's not only those ones that survive, it's those ones that will thrive. So there will be organizations that will survive, there will be organizations that will thrive. I was sharing with a young couple of entrepreneurs yesterday, they are into logistics, and I told them one thing in which I'm telling every exceptional leader and everyone who is partnering with us, by listening to us on the i3L podcast, that if you wait till the crisis is over, then you have probably waited for too long, you would have been defined, you probably would not be in a position to make good use of the opportunities that this crisis actually brought out. You know, one of the things that crisis will do is the fact that we will try to have probably quick fixes. When we have quick fixes, we try to find out, okay, if we work like this, let's just work to see how it works. But the problem with quick fixes is that if any organization find out that the quick fix was a better way than the way they normally doing business before, they will never revert back to the old way of doing business. So it changes the entire paradigm. So for instance, if an organization feels that at the end of the day, that it's better for their workers to work from home, and they found out that there was productivity increase, they found out that the business did better, they found out that they spent fewer resources, then it will be important that they do what they are doing. So it's important to understand that in doing this, everybody must understand why you are in business. So how do you navigate such kind of terrain? So navigating to win. So when I talk to organizational leaders, I'm asking them, now, if you wait till this crisis is over, then you have waited for too long. Now, how would you position yourself to thrive? Because many of the quick fixes that we're doing today would become normal. For instance, I know that we're popularized, the washing of hands. But the question I want to ask is that after the pandemic, would the things that we try to sort out using the pandemic, would it become, become part of our culture? Would working from home become part of a new normal? Would social distancing become part of the permanent future of our culture with washing of hands whenever you go to a place, an organization, to any place, would the washing of hands be the new culture? Would remote working be the new culture? Would the current working solutions be the new normal? I mean, those are the things, which are the quick fixes that we've used today would stay with us, would abide with us? Those are the things in which every organizational leader is thinking about. So whenever we're thinking about how are we going to survive or navigate this terrain and navigating to win, every exceptional leader must know that there are certain things that he needs to do so that the organization in which we are all working in or the social sector or the nonprofit or the profit organization will find out that, you know what, there's a new normal and we're positioned to win. Now, nobody called a pandemic, but organisation will have to respond to it. And if we do not respond to it, you understand, then we will not be in existence any longer. So the i 3 podcast for today is trying to speak to organizational leaders. How would you respond? And now I found out that if leaders do this for things, I think they would be in a position to navigate this terrain properly. Now, where we promise no answers, doing nothing is not an option. Our short-term fixes can become permanent future of our lives. And we need to understand which of those things will we will do. Now, some of the things that happened during this pandemic, how countries shut down the entire airspace, how countries stopped people from certain countries from coming in, was probably going to be unimaginable some months ago that it wasn't going to be possible. Diplomatically, it would have been too myopic to even think about, you understand? You won't even think about that such so a thing would ever happen, but now it's happened. Now, the question is, if there's a new health crisis in anywhere in the world, what would be the solution? What would be the first thing countries or governments would do? I think that most countries and governments will probably see this pandemic as a way in which they will make sure that such an issue never reoccurs again. So, in talking about this pandemic, I'm going to be asking you to do four things. So, I'm going to be asking you to, for every that leader have, that you have to navigate to win in this term, you probably have to do four things. Number one, I think that every exceptional leader must have to clarify your purpose. Why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we in business? Why are we here? Now, if we can clarify our purpose, we probably will be able to navigate the terrain properly. Now, if we have forgotten the reason why we started this enterprise, if we have forgotten the reason why we're a government, if we have forgotten the reason why we're a profit organization, a non-profit organization, then probably this crisis would mark our demise. But if we go back to the fundamentals and ask ourselves, what would be missing if we stop being in existence? And those are the kind of things that we would sort out. Now, one of the reasons why I'm asking this is that there are restaurants that are finding out that, you know what, people don't need to come into the restaurants, come and buy food. They can stay in their houses. And what we probably need to do is that we started this company to give people a good nutrition, I mean, good dining experience. So, you would have to ask yourself, why are we doing what we're doing? Now, I think all organizations, all leaders must have to clarify your purpose. Why? Now, you must understand your why before you ask yourself, how are we going to do? What are we going to do now? So the why must be re-emphasized again and again. Why are we here? Why are we doing what we're doing? So this is an opportunity for organizations, for companies, for social interactions to really go back to their why. Number two, which I want to talk about the fact that every organization must have to reinvent their processes. Whatever is not working has to be dropped so, for instance, a lot of companies decided that, you know what, in order to continue our business, in order to continue operations, in order to continue our opportunities, we could allow our workers to work remotely. Now, if you do that, you probably will have to reinvent your processes. So, your process is just about how do we deliver value. And some of the things in which you're using to deliver value before, you probably now have to agree that they are outdated. And once they are outdated, you could probably look at them and say, okay, you know what? We're not going to do this any longer. So, a lot of organizations probably understand now that instead of bringing everybody to the office, we could work from home, we could define our job roles properly. So, if people know exactly what they are to bring to the table, then they could work anywhere as long as they deliver what they are supposed to do. So, if we could organize, we could find out what's working, what's not working, and what could also withstand... A pandemic like this you understand because whatever withstands this pandemic you probably know can withstand the pandemic <laughs> so you already know that okay he has withstood the pandemic so you can withstand the pandemic so you have got to reinvent your processes number three thing I also think that's going to be important for every organizational leader and exceptional leader more importantly is the fact that you have to recognize your people when I talk about your people it's not just your staff even the people that you do business with even the people that use your product so we go to talk to them and understand and decide how you're going to do things. Now, one of the things I realized that during this process is the fact that we're having a situation where we could say clearly, very clearly, or rather clearly, that brands have the lowest recognition now, you understand? So people are not just concerned about brands. They just want answers. So they're not thinking about branding. The question is not just about branding. It's about delivery, you understand? But for you, for every organizational leader, you're going to be thinking, okay, if it's about delivery, it's about value. But how would I put myself in my customer's face in such a way that my customer's would really appreciate what I'm doing. So in navigating this terrain, I think that for great organizations, they'll have to think about the fact that you've got to tell your customers that they were here. So some banks, what they did was, you know what, any amount you transfer during this time is going to be on us. You understand? What they're trying to do is the fact that they're trying to build a rapport with the customer because brand is not just anything again. What you just want is that you want answers. But for Great organizers, great leaders, you have to think about the fact that, yes, people may not want brands, but I could still find a way in order to make my customers see my value proposition. And once they see my value proposition, they could love me. So it's a battle for mindshare. It's a battle for mindshare. Despite the fact that it's not just about branding, it's just about, you know what, I just want to deliver. So people at home, what do they want? They want telecommunication services. and they just want a telecommunication service that would work. I mean, that's us all. That would work. That just deliver value. And once you develop value, you probably would win. So what I call the top P is recognize your people. Now, your staff are the ones also delivering this value for your people. You've got to find a way of making sure that your staff becomes not only your own valuables, but your own major asset. So it's not the buildings that you had that was the asset. No, it was the people. It's the people that you have that's the asset. So the buildings have been shut down. Your business has not been shut down. You understand? So, I mean, for the church world, we say, the building has been shut, but the church is not shut. So, the buildings could have been shut, but the business still survives. The business still goes. So, it tells you that the buildings were not their most important priority. It's the people. So, you have got to recognize your people. So, you recognize your people internally. You recognize your people externally. And finally, the last P, which is the four P's, is that you have to learn to prioritize Not everything matter and not everything matter equally. So you're going to prioritize on making sure that, you know what, what would help us in our delivery of a value, in our why statement that we just found out when we're asking ourselves, when we're clarifying our why. So once we know our purpose, what is important in fulfilling our purpose, then we will be able to win. So for me, once every organization is able to sort this out, now they would probably win. So they will have to learn to prioritize i find out what matters and what does not matter. You see, we've sat down in the house. you sit seen in the house. You probably know that to wear a designer shirt, it does not really matter. What matters is the fact that we probably, you're covered and you're probably able to deliver your value, you understand? So, organization okay, must have to think like that, that there are things that really matter. I mean, I used to see a lot of Instagram pictures about people posing, about people snapping pictures. But I later realized now that they're not doing all those things again. So what really matters is the fact that people are trying to show off certain areas of their lives. But in this pandemic time, some of those things do not really matter any longer. There'll be no, no, no theaters to go to, no stadiums to go and watch football. So what really matters? What matters to life? What matters to health? What matters to a sustenance? What matters to existence? So when companies begin to find out that look we have to position ourselves and prioritize ourselves that no matter the choices our customers make no matter the choices our clients make no matter the choices the people that use our products or services make now we matter to them so we're going to prioritize what really matters so again let me for emphasis sake so that you can always remember you have to clarify your purpose you clarify your why and that before you even ask your words, are you going to do or how you're going to go about navigating this terrain you have to ask yourself you have to reinvent your processes so that you can navigate the terrain you have got to recognize your people both the internal ones and external ones and number four you've got to learn to prioritize you so i think that if organizations do this they would be able to win the existential threat that this pandemic brings so COVID may be a threat but it's also a great opportunity One of the things I realized was that Zoom started crashing. Why is Zoom crashing? Zoom crashing because everybody's trying to use a video platform in order to still keep doing meetings. But Zoom had been in existence for many years and they probably now find out that, you know what, now this is the time for us to do. Now, I always tell people that every business must find a way to go digital. Because if you don't go digital, then you probably might not be able to win in this new normal that will be coming ahead. So, for every exceptional leader, once you get your four Ps right, clarify your purpose, revert your processes, recognize your people, learn to prioritize what really matters and what does not matter, now you will be on the path towards making sure that you are able to navigate the terrain and your world win. The i 3 App podcast is always here for you to always give you all this lovely, great insight and they're giving it to you virtually free of charge. One of the things you can do is to make sure that you share this around your friends and let them know that, you know what, this is a great tool that's helped you. And also give us a comment on iTunes, on Casborg, on Player FM, and tell us that, look, you've got a great experience using the i3L podcast. So once again, my name remains Kyle Deguta. As an exceptional leader, you got to navigate to win. Survival is not just even the name of the game. You still must win. See you next week. God bless you. Bye.